Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. <laughs> yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I have a very special guest on for you today. It is Lanisha Thadson, and I think you guys are going to be so inspired by her story. She is a nurse, and she has been a nurse for 10 plus years. She is a busy mom of three girls, and she actually started an online virtual assisting business while working full-time as a busy mom of three. So I'm excited for her to come on today and just kind of share her story with you guys um, because I think you will be able to resonate with her, number one, because she's a nurse. And then um, number two, because she's a mom, a lot of you guys listening are moms as well. And she's going to kind of give you that vision of what is possible because she does work full-time. She is a full-time mom, super busy mom, and she actually made the space to start this online business in the virtual assisting arena. So Lanisha, I'm just going to hand it over to you. And if you would just introduce yourself and tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do. Sure. Thanks, Brianne. So my name is Lanisha. Um, like you said, I am a nurse. I've been in many different fields, <laughs> whether that be telemetry and med search. I've done home health. And now I am in the field of case management. Uh, I have three girls, 11, eight, and four. So you guys pray for me. <laughs> I feel um, you. <laughs> I started my virtual assistant business last year where I'm offering virtual assistant services to mainly solopreneurs, um, but small businesses as well. And I do Dubsado setup services too. Awesome. Awesome. And we will dive into a little bit about like what Dubsado is because I'm familiar with the term because I've been in the online space, but I think a lot of people, um, especially nurses that are kind of starting to explore uh, this option of creating a passive stream of income or being able to start this online business, um, they may not be familiar with what that is. And so we'll kind of dive into that a little bit later, but you guys, we're going to talk today about starting a virtual assisting business while working nine to five keeping your full-time job while starting your side hustle. And we're going to talk about how Lanisha juggles being an entrepreneur or a busy entrepreneur and even a busier mom. Um, so we're going to dive into that piece of it. And we're also going to talk about, and this is where Dubsider is going to come in, about the importance of having an automation system set up inside of your business. So first of all, I want you to start out with just kind of share a little bit of your stories, like why did you start your virtual assisting business? Like what made you start this business? Yeah, sure. So 
um, while sitting at home in the height of the pandemic. You got a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to start a business, but I never felt like I had the time to just sit down and start it. Mm-hmm. So that actually gave the perfect opportunity for me to like dive in and figure out what I wanted to do. It's very important for me to have multiple streams of income. Kids are expensive. <laughs> living in living in Chicago is expensive. <laughs> so um, it was just really important for me to find something that I'm good at that um, I would enjoy doing as well. So I was listening to a business podcast and it was a lady on there, uh, Gina Horky, and she was talking about virtual assistant services. And she listed out all these different tasks that really um, a, a VA would do and what are the, some of the traits that a VA may have. And I'm like, oh, I could do that or organization. I could do that. And project management, I could do that. So I was like, let me dive into this and look into the VA side. And once I did that, I realized like this was perfect for me. I had been doing it already and not really even realizing that that's what it was like helping family and friends with their businesses and doing tasks for them of course, for free from the goodness of my heart. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, well, this would be the perfect time to, to start a VA business. So that's how that started. Yeah, I love that because during the pandemic, I think not only did we have the time to kind of reflect on maybe some other possibilities of being able to create a passive stream of income, um, we also saw the importance of building a side hustle or creating this other stream of income because I know some nurses that were kind of furloughed from their job. And like, when in nursing, have you ever heard of a nursing getting laid off, like a nurse getting laid off? Like that just does not happen. And so again, like with the rest of the world, not just in healthcare, um, we've seen so many people be affected by the pandemic that what do you do? Like when you, when you have no income, so being able to kind of think forward and just, um, as nurses, I think being able to think outside of the box, which is kind of, um, you know, my goal on this podcast is just to kind of get nurses thinking outside of the box and looking at other opportunities to be able to create another stream of income that will allow them to not only have extra money, but to be able to take control of their schedule, to be able to be in control of your schedule where you're not feeling like you're a slave to the grind, you're a slave to the 12 hour shifts. So I love that you've stepped into this space and you used that time that you had you know, during the pandemic, just to kind of explore different options, because I think that, like you said, as a nurse, we do so many things as a nurse, like we prioritize all the time yeah. at work, every single day we prioritize. And so whether that, you know, that looks a little bit different in an online business versus working in the hospital, we're still doing the same task. So you have those skills and, you know, as a nurse, we have so many other skills that kind of run parallel that allow you to do something outside of the healthcare space, but you're using your same skills. So I love that side of being a virtual assistant. And another thing I love that I also wanted to bring up is I've had another girl on my podcast who actually, she was a teacher and she got into virtual assisting because she wanted to be at home with her kids. And so she basically turned it into a full-time income within like two months. So she like hit the floor running. But the cool thing about virtual assisting is, and you can kind of speak to this too, is that you can kind of start small, right? Like if you want to start small and you want to take on one or two clients, you find out what you're really good at and specialize in that, 
you can start small and then you can grow big. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, you can make this, like you said, a full-time job, or it could just be a couple clients that takes up a couple hours of your week. So it depends on what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I also want you to speak to like, because you are working full-time, you are a busy mom. Um, I want you to tell us how you find time or how you found the time to start your business. We know you, you know, you kind of explored that during the pandemic, but how do you run your business as a virtual assistant, work nine to five as a full-time nurse, and also be a full-time mom to your kids? Can you kind of just give us a vision of what that looks like for you? Yeah, like you say, Jesus, take the wheel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I was when I first like put my head around it. I'm like, yeah. how am I gonna do all of this? But the first step was really finding the time, even if that's just saying, you know, I, I'm gonna give up one hour of Netflix <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm a big binger. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna watch Netflix this weekend. I'm gonna really dedicate that to the business. So mm-hmm. it's like finding those opportunities where you can use that to work. Mm-hmm. Um, also getting support if you can. It was important for me that my husband was on board. Um, yes. I'm really hands-on, of course, with the kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, now you're going to have to help take them to gymnastics and <laughs> take yeah. them here just yeah. so I can free up a little bit of time to work on the business. And um, I know everyone may not have that support, but even if that's like, you know, hiring your local teenager to babysit the kids sometime, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you, um, getting some type of support is really important. Yeah. So those are like the biggest ones, finding mm-hmm. the time and getting support. Now I'm lucky enough that I do work from home. Mm-hmm. So that is good because I can do things in the morning. I can do things on my lunch break. I don't have any commutes, so that's extra time as well. But if there are nurses that are still working 12-hour shifts, maybe that means um, once you get off, you just dedicate two hours before you start doing your other tasks to Mm -hmm. really dedicate to the business. So it's just working around your work schedule where you're not driving yourself crazy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you're finding little bits of free time that you can use and transform. Yeah. And that's such a good piece of advice because I think a lot of the times we tell ourselves we don't have the time or I can't do that. There's no way I could do it, but it's really looking at your day. And I mean, even a nurse that does work 12 hour shifts, you have four days off, right? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? You have the time. You just have to make it a priority. And so if you are working in a job that you hate or Maybe you love your job and you just want to add another stream of income. Maybe you want to get out of debt. Maybe that's your goal is to be able to pay off your student loans or whatever that is. Look at your day, look at your week and think about the space where you could fit an hour in a day or three hours a week. What does that look like? Because if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. And you telling yourself that you don't have time to do it is you're only holding yourself back. So if a passive stream of income, if a side hustle, if there's something that you want to do, you have to be intentional with your time and you have to make the time for it because I'm sure this business just didn't fall in your lap. You know what I mean? Like it was, you heard a podcast, it sparked your interest. You had the desire to create an extra income for your family. 
your kids are expensive. So you put in the time, you made the sacrifices, and you have been intentional about getting your husband to help. And whatever that looks like, you have to make the time, the space, and you've, you've created that. And you've been able to build your business while working full-time and being a full-time mom. So it is possible. And that's what I want a lot of my listeners to hear today is that it is 100% possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, through your story, I know kind of what you specialize in, in the virtual assisting space is what we had mentioned at the beginning of the podcast is Dubsado. And so Dubsado, um, if you could just explain for our listeners what that is and why it is important to have this automation system set up for your business. Yeah, so sure. Dubsado, it is a CRM or a customer relationship management tool. So it's a centralized place for all of your customers' needs, data. That can be invoices, contract, proposals, emails, like anything that you can think of that's client related, you can have it in a centralized space. And how I um, stumbled upon Dubsado is because when I started taking clients, I found that I was using a different app for everything. I sent the contract through something. I sent the invoice through another application. Then we have the emails. And I was like, it has to be an easier way. And then when I'm looking for emails, I can't find them. And I'm really particular about being organized. Mm -hmm. So I was like, a CRM is like the perfect way to go. So once I got that, I can see all the client's information in one space. And then I can actually give them access to their own portal where they can see all the information as well. And that's cool. That's really neat. And so for us medically trained minds, I think of Dubsado as like your charting system. So like at work, you have a charting system that you use, whether that's Epic or whatever that is, you have your charting system where everything is. So your charting system speaks to your laboratory. It puts in your orders. It talks to everybody that needs to have that central connection for your patient. So Dubsado is kind of the same thing, but it's just not for your patient. It's for your online business and it's for yes. your clients. And so I think for us medically trained minds that will kind of like help visualize what Dubsado is as far as using it as a tool in the online space. Yeah, that's um, a perfect example. Yeah. So I also know that you have a VIP day where you help busy entrepreneurs set up their CRM. And so how did you get started with that service? Because I think for virtual assisting, while there's a lot of things that you can do in the virtual assisting space, again, like with nurses, like there is a lot of things that we can do inside of nursing, like literally the flexibility inside of nursing is endless, right? You can work with old people. You can work with babies. It's endless. So when it comes to being a virtual assistant or assistant, it's kind of the same thing in a sense that there's tons of things you can do, right? You can manage emails, you can manage social media, you can manage whatever. I mean, there's so many things, but you have kind of honed in on helping with this Dubsado and you also offer this VIP day to help busy entrepreneurs. Can you tell us kind of how you got started with that service? Sure. So the VIP day, um, once I started using Dubsado, it did take me a little while to learn the system, the ins and outs. Like you can know the basics of it, but they have some extensive parts of it, like the workflows and when you're really starting all of your automation. So it took me a little while to learn it. 
and as I was talking to peers, they were like, oh, you, you figured out the workflows? Like, how do you do that? How, how does this work? Do you mind giving me some tips? And as I was doing that, I'm like, you know, what? I, I can do this for other people. I can help mm-hmm. them set it up because like you said, time is everything. So mm-hmm. if we have entrepreneurs who are really big on saving their time, you want things done fast, but you want it still done of quality, mm-hmm. then outsourcing is like the best thing to do. So if you want your CRM set up, but you don't want to take the time to really learn it in and out, then that would be perfect for someone like me who sets them up for you. Okay, awesome. So you provide that service for the busy entrepreneur, the busy business owner that needs this in place, but they just don't have the time to set it all up. So you have specialized in that signature service to be able to get them started and get them up and going with with um, the the software, so to speak, um, for everything to run more effectively, smoothly, and um, ultimately make their life better. <laughs> right, a lot, yeah, a lot easier. Because what happens is you'll take um, a couple months trying to learn the system, and I can yeah. set it up for you in a day. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you know you yeah. can do it on your own, but it right. Will take- time. Yeah. Yep. Time is money, right? Yeah. It really is. So I love that you kind of honed in on that because I know there is a desire for someone to set that up for you because I know, I think when it comes to nurses and just people in the healthcare space, when it comes to tech, I feel like sometimes we can get overwhelmed, right? So I love that you were able to kind of perfect this and now you can make someone's life easier because you've walked through it yourself. You've done it. You've experienced it. And so now you can say, okay, I can help you do this. So you kind of had to, you know, walk through that and figure it out yourself. And now you've perfected it and you've built a business on helping other people do that. So that's really cool. So I said, I do all the trial and error. So you don't have to. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. As we um, move into our next topic, I want you just to kind of speak to, as a nurse and a busy mom of three girls, how would you, like, what is your top advice you would give to a nurse or a busy mom who want to start their own business? Because I think as my listeners are listening, this is something, obviously they're here for a reason. This is the Passive Income Nurse Podcast. They want to be able to start their own business. They want to be able to bring in a passive stream of income. They want to be able to create the sad hustle just to bring in some extra money for their family or whatever that looks like for them. If you could give us your top advice because you are living it, you have walked it out, you have built it. Can you tell us like, what are your top tips that you would give us as a busy nurse, working nurse and a busy mom who has started their own online business? Yeah, so I'll break that into two. So my top advice as a nurse and an entrepreneur is to really give yourself grace. Mm. Um, It's going to be hard sometimes. Like, don't beat yourself up about it. Find time to really balance the two. Because Mm -hmm. what you don't want to happen is that the business becomes too stressful, right? Then that really defeats the the purpose of it being passive and something that you like to do. Yeah. And I mean, I know a lot of nurses right now are feeling that burnout. So like you're not starting 
a business to be burnt out again. So I think that's, that's great advice just to give yourself some grace and not let it overwhelm you to the point where you're exhausted and you're feeling burnout because that, yeah, you're missing the point. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would definitely defeat the point. And then as a mom, always make sure that you're still putting your family first. Mm-hmm. Um, if it gets to the point where the business is over consuming you, then reevaluate it. Um, that's when you start to outsource. That's mm-hmm. when you start to automate, find ways to save time. And I'm not necessarily saying that you can't play Barbie dolls with your daughter. Like that's something you'll never give up. No, that's okay if you miss one Barbie session. Mm-hmm. But if you start missing pivotal <laughs> points and you know your children's life, then you just want to start to reflect and say, what can I change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I love that you brought that up because it is a balance, right? It's it's a balance that you have to figure out for yourself. And I think like you had mentioned prior, it's like you've asked your husband for extra help. And so while you have been the hands-on mom and you've done all the things, it is okay to get your, your husband, your spouse, your mother-in-law, whoever, to take your children to their practice or whatever, to give you that extra hour. I think that this comes with boundaries too, when it comes to work, life, family, balance, all of the things. Um, you have to have these boundaries. And so what I'm hearing you say is like, you're very intentional with your time. You dedicate specific hours in your day to working on your business, but you also have a boundary. Say if it's five o'clock, that's when I, I turn my computer off. I'm present with my family, cook dinner, play with the kids and do all the things. Once they go to bed, maybe that opens up another hour or two in your evening. But you have to have these boundaries when your business starts to consume you. That's when you need to do some self-reflection because again, you're not starting this business for it to consume you, for you to feel like it's just another thing that is sucking the life out of you. Okay. So you're creating this business to make your life better. And so what does that better life look like for you? Are you spending more time with your family? Are you being more intentional with your time? Are you spending less time on social media? Because you guys, social media will suck the life out of you. Oh my goodness. If you're not intentional, (laughs) yeah, right. So like if you're not intentional with your time, you're gonna lose. I think the average person spends four hours a day on social media. Like that literally blows my mind. Like you could be growing an online business. You could be doing something to invest in your future, to invest in the future of your family, that you're just wasting away, just scrolling on social media, constantly comparing your life to somebody else's. Like that's sucking the joy out of you right there. (laughs) So it's like, you really have to do some self-reflection and evaluate and think about who you want to show up as and what kind of life do you want to live? Because all of those things are possible. You just have to be intentional. You have to show up. And you have to have those healthy boundaries, right? I mean, there's there's always going to be trial and error and there's always going to be days that maybe feel more consuming than others. But as you go, you learn. And then, you know, you just have to implement what you've learned by trial and error, which, I mean, I know you have learned a lot just through the process of trial and error. And I think there's so much value in that. And I think another good point to make here is that when someone thinks about being able to build a business or being able to create a passive stream of income, they automatically want to get from point A to point B overnight. Like they want the success. Mm -hmm. But what you have to realize is that you learn so much in the in-between and you have to really embrace that in-between because 
you are growing, you are learning, you are doing something you have never done before. So it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a little bit scary maybe, but you have to embrace that in between because that is the transformation. That is where you're learning. That is helping you become this person that you are supposed to be through all of that. And so as you walk through that, you know, you're able to learn so much and then ultimately come out on the other side where you have, like you, you've invested all of this time learning Dub Sado, and now you have a business built on helping other people with that service. And so you, and if, if you wouldn't have walked through it, you would have never been able to offer that service to anybody else. And so you have to kind of give yourself grace, as you mentioned, right? Like give yourself some grace and just know that if something has been placed on your heart, that it's there for a reason and you just have to enjoy the journey and enjoy the process in the in-between. I like to call it the messy middle. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> And it's funny that you mentioned something because on my vision board that I made for this year, I put some of my business things on there. And one thing that I had on there is that it's not a race. I have Mm -hmm. that written on there and I have no comparing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are like big Mm -hmm. on my vision board. Yes. Um, Because those will suck you down a, a rabbit hole for sure. It will. It will. When you start comparing yourself and you're looking at what everybody else has done, you have to understand that everybody started in the same place. It's a level playing field. So everybody starts in the same place. So if you are on level two and you're looking at somebody that's on a level 10, stop comparing yourself. They may have more skin in the game. And Mm -hmm. so you have to be consistent. You have to be intentional and, you know, just, yeah, definitely don't compare yourself to others and let that suck the ever living light out of you (laughs) because it will. It will. And and that's another place social media comes in. You know, it's like, it can be fun, um, but I think you have to have healthy boundaries around that too, you know? And I know with online business, it's important to have a social media presence, but you also cannot let that suck the life out of you either. Um, yes. So again, it's just putting those healthy boundaries in place and being intentional with your time and investing it where you're going to get more return than not. So I love that. Love that. So I do want you to share with our listeners about your freebie that you have. And you guys, I will post a link in the show notes for you. Lanisha has set up, it's a freebie where entrepreneurs who are using Dubsado as a CRM and are getting stuck and setting it up. She actually has a checklist for you guys. So I think this will be super helpful for those of you that are listening that may want to start your own virtual assisting business to be able to have this checklist. So when you go into Dubsado, think of this as like your charting system, you know, you chart for your patients, your Dubsado is for your online business. And so she has a checklist for you that you can download. Can you explain maybe a little bit about what you have on that checklist or just if you can add a little bit to what you offer inside of your freebie? Yeah, so it is a Dubsado checklist, or I like to call it like a little cheat sheet. Mm -hmm. So um, if you decide that you wanted to try out Dubsado, the great thing about it is you can try it for free up to three clients at it. So Mm -hmm. I say that's the perfect um, opportunity to use this checklist, go in and play with it, um, set up your account and see how it goes. Now, there are like parts of it that, like I said, gets more complex, like the workflows, Mm -hmm. but like setting it up in general should be straightforward, especially when you have the checklist. So I think it's really helpful for those who are new to Dubsado or Mm -hmm. who want to refresh theirs. Okay. Awesome. Well, 
thank you so much for being on today. And you guys, Lanisha and I actually connected on or through the podcast. Um, so thank you so much for reaching out to me. I'm so glad that um, you connected and that we got to share this time together. I'm so grateful for you and you inspire me. You're doing awesome things. And you guys, she's showing up on her lunch break. All right. She's (laughs) full time and we are doing this podcast interview on her lunch break. All right. So that just shows your dedication. And so I'm so grateful to have had you here. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate you allowing me to be on. Hey, real quick, before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. If you like my mom's podcast, make sure you subscribe and leave a review.